welcome to this uh, wonderful teaching I want to give today. It's, uh, it's a little bit contemporary and where we are right now. We know in this recent time, the world has been under what I call like a, busy, like, like a siege. And, you know, this pandemic, epidemic has thrown up a lot of things. And people are wondering when is the end? Is this the end or what? And that question, I want us to tackle it. Is this the end or is not the end? As believers who love Jesus Christ, what do we make out of this? What is in God's plan? What is in God's program? You know, human beings usually fall into two classes when anything like this comes on. They are either pessimistic and they start thinking the heaven is falling and everything is going crazy and then the end has come. That's one school of thought. They are pessimistic. The second school of thought is they are optimistic. They have boundless optimism and they believe that, no, don't go that crazy. It's not the end of the world. Things will bounce back again and we go on with life. It's just that this happens like this. Da, 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 da. And, and, and if we look at that, it, it looks as if which side will we be? So if you are on the somber side, you would like to hear this is the end. And then doomsday, or if you are on the bright side, positive kind of person, and you are a little bit on the sanguine side, you will say, oh no, you know what I mean? Let's, let's, that's not the end of the world. But let's approach this in a different way. Can we approach it like this? That Let's not ask ourselves as a human. Can we ask somebody who is the truth, who knows the way, or himself is the way, and can give us life? I, I, I believe that Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, when he came to this world about 2,000 years ago, he was mindful of our future. In fact, he died for us who are living today. And I believe that he will have things to say about this matter. So I believe that we should go to the truth, the way and the life. That's what he called himself. He said, I'm the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. So you don't just kind of say, this is the end of the world, or everything is usual, it's going to just go back to normal again. We can't do that. Just listening to these two human classes. Why? Because we don't own the future. None of us has a perfect prediction of the future. And we don't know how things are going to turn out. We are at our best guess workers. We can only guess. So I would like us to go to Jesus. And good news, Christ addressed this. And you'll be amazed what he said. And that's what I want us to dig in today. So we want to look at Jesus. And, 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 and you know, people you only get to trouble when you see things like this. It's like, hey, you know, when you have something like pandemic like this or epidemic, you know, or something like earthquake or like when you have tsunamis. People start thinking. But, but Jesus has already given us a big picture. We should be working from that big picture. Not just only narrow-mindedness over a particular event or an issue. So let's go to Jesus and, and see this in the big picture. This happened, in fact, it talks about this in 24th chapter of Matthew and Mark 14 and Luke 21 about 
the future. And the disciples came to ask him, three of them came to ask him. And when they asked him, he talked about the future that we are living today. And I want us to look at Jesus. Don't look at that prophet, that scientist, that businessman. Let's look at Jesus, the author of our salvation. And what did he say about the future? And we know that he's always right. He's the truth himself, and he's the way to the future. So let's read. In, uh, we're going to use Matthew for our discussion, and then we're going to go through with that. So let's look at Jesus talking about the future in his own big picture way. This is what he said. Let's just read it. Then Jesus went, verse 1, 24 Matthew. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple. The disciples came up to show him the building of the temple. Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Verily I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now, Jesus was ministering and he would go to Jerusalem, go to the temple. Then at this moment, he, 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 was, he was really talking to the Pharisees, how they have messed up the religion. They have become too, you know, legalistic. That's chapter before 24, 23. And, and he said to them, when he was closing, he said, Woe, woe to you, Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, that you, you, I'm trying to get you together. And so he walked out of that temple like with a righteous indignation. But the disciples, they were too, like us, they were too natural. They look at the building and say, oh, this is a fantastic building. And Jesus said, this building is coming down. Every stone will be removed from this temple. And that actually happened. But let's look at what happened next. Verse 3, 24, Matthew, verse 3. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, which was opposite the temple, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will these things be? That means when temple be destroyed. And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age or, or the end of the world? So they were asking Jesus three questions. When will the temple be destroyed? What will be the sign of his coming? And what will be the sign and of the end of the world or the end of the age? Now, these disciples were asking these three questions which we should be interested in. Of course, the first one, the temple was destroyed around AD 70. And the Jewish people were scattered all over the world. And Jesus will answer these three questions. How would they know when the temple will be destroyed? How would they know the sign of his coming and the sign of the end? So Jesus separated these three questions in all that is discussion with them to the temple destruction, the sign of his coming, and the sign of the end. Jesus separated his coming and the end separate, separately, and I talk about the, let's look at the way he said it, and we're going to read it, and as we read them, uh, he addressed, first of all, the end from verse 4 to verse 14. In fact, in verse 14 it says, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to all the world, as it went to all nations, and then the end will come. So he addressed the end first. Then second, he went to the area of the issue of the temple. That was verse 15, talking about the abomination that will stand dissolution. And then when that happened, said verse 16, this, this, this one, Judas will flee to the mountain. That was the temple being destroyed. So they got wind of that around AD 70. The Christian at that time ran out of the 
city of Jerusalem, so they were not destroyed along with the people in Jerusalem. Then he finally dealt with the issue of the sign of his own coming and toward the end of that. That's verse 26 and 27. He said, for as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. And he started addressing that one about 2029. 20, so you can see Christ explained these three things. When will the temple be destroyed? Second, what will be the sign of his coming? And what will be the end of the world? So let's sit down and talk about the end of the world. Jesus talked about the end of the world and he gave it to us. So let's, let's go through that one. I'm going to go through step by step. I'm going to see different things about what will mark the end of the world. Let's look at verse 4 when he began to answer them. That's 24th Matthew, verse 4. When they asked him that question, this is what he said. Jesus answered and said to them, Take it that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. I will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of war. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, iniquity will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Then he closed that is teaching on the end like this. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. Beautiful. So we can see from here Christ gave us what will be what I like to call the signs and symptoms of the end of the age. By the way, disciples were Jews when they were asking about the end of the world they don't think, they were not thinking like us we think today. When we talk about us, end of the world, we think everything will stop. But to the Jews, end of the world means the end of the age. And that means that when a new age will start, or what we call a new heaven and a new earth, the Jews looked forward, not just to the end of the world, but to the coming of the reign of God, to the coming of the government of God upon the planet earth. They were expecting that God would bring up a new order, a new system of things that would not be like the former old order. So when they were asking what is the end of the world, they were actually asking when would this system fold up and when would the new one from heaven come to pass in the universe, so to speak, upon the earth. So that's what we are going to look at. And Jesus started it like this. When he began to answer them, question about the end of the world. Verse 4 says, Take it and let no one deceive you. So, the very first thing we are going to see about this matter is that there are going to be a lot of deception, a lot of lies, untruth, fake news. I mean, our world today is rampant with it. Christ said, Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Don't take a lie for the truth. You're going to hear a lot of things 
as believers, don't fall for deception. It's all over. You're going to have all types of deception. Social deception, spiritual deception, monetary deception, digital deception. All the fraud and everything going on today is part of that deception. So we're going to continue. I'm going to learn more.